he's we're gonna start it now. Yeah, but Steve's okay? already annoyed. He wants me to do the thing with my finger where I count you two down. Yes. Right? Well, I've never Are we seen ready? that. Well, okay. I'm going to cue in the music. Alright? Okay. Are we doing it now? I'm doing it now. I'm like taking to start your now. time, aren't you? I am taking my time because this is a quality production. Three weeks off. And what we've just done is no way to introduce this show. We need to do it properly. Okay? So, and the way we do it properly is, of oh, course... Oh, the hands are already uh, yeah, Are you ready? Wind oh. your head. Hey, kids! Welcome to episode 34 of Piercing the Veil. The one that we call the Re-Return. Because, of course, we were supposed to do a Halloween spooktacular, but the Welsh Government had other plans, shut the country down, we weren't able to get around... Uh, the table and do our thing so that was cancelled but we'll see you next year and here we are with our re return okay so with me robin pierce around the table are the usual cohorts me stephen pierce cohorts yes <laughs> cohorts cohorts what does horts mean cohorts Associates. Cohort. Does it not like sound like he's call, calling a cohort? No, I'm not calling you a cohort. Cohort. I'm calling you a cohort. <laughs> that actually sounds like it then. Cohort. Alright. Okay. Take two. With me, Robin Pierce, and my usual uh, gang. Me, oh, Stephen Pierce. I don't like the word gang. Why? Gang bang what? <laughs> what about co-producers? With me, Robin Pierce, and my co-presenters. Oh, I me, like that Stephen one. Pierce. And me, Tish. Okay. Right. You know. You know what? It's taking us taking us so far over two minutes just to introduce. Why is your mouth hanging open, Tiffany? <laughs> Have you had a stroke? <laughs> No. You can always tell that <laughs> Tiffany's level-headed because she simultaneously dribbles down both sides of her mouth. <laughs> Good job, Tess. Good, Good job. job. No, Boomer woke me up really early in the morning. Boomer the dog. Boomer the dog. Who we saw earlier. Yes. yes. And he played nicely with a bow. Yes, he did. Okay. So, okay, we're going to do the roundtable catch-up of what we've been doing in the three weeks since we were last on the air. And who should we start with? Tiff. Ooh, okay then. Well, an improvement on the house. We finally got carpets. Oh, good. Oh, there's not like a good shag at the house. I'm going to ignore that. And now because we've got carpets... type of carpet. What the hell were you thinking of? Now because we've got carpets... Yes. I finally unpacked. A lot no. of my things. All, all your DVDs oh, and stuff. Wow. Yes, all my DVDs. Your Disney treasures? Not yet. Just they they are currently in a box, but they're more safer in a box than just Whoa. being more safer. Oh, safer! 
Right? Do you realise, right, that there are students in the University of Lincoln who listen to this and they're going to hear my daughter say, No, oh, it's more safer, Pa. I was in uni. Yeah, you're an art student. These do proper things. These do media. Media and art go together. Well, kind of, sort of, maybe. Uh, no, they do. They write stuff and they produce and they direct stuff. I directed you a movie. You colour in with crayons. No, I made a movie. She I made did. all those oh, props. You, excuse me. I did all those props and it was my idea. Excuse me, who my directed idea. the movie? My first initial who idea. Who played the villain? All you did was go, Stephen, go to your left. And then Stephen went to his right. That's not really directing, He's is dyslexic. it? I was blind <laughs> in a mask. Excuse me, whose idea? That's not really directing. Who? Yes, it is. No, it's not. I had, Steven Spielberg. I had no air holes. <laughs> oh, give me his phone number. I'll just phone him right now. How do you know it's not on speed dial? <laughs> who, who directed? Who decided that it was a good creative idea to set it all to the Franz Waxman Bride of Frankenstein theme? Yeah. Thank you. And the story. Anyway. I was the one that created right. it and all the little oh, drawings and my initial idea. Excuse me, who told you about the storyboards? Props. That would be me. Um, no, uni, anyway. college, whatever they call it. Whatever they call it. <laughs> I had no air holes. You Ste had the whole bottom. Stephen wore a mask. The whole thing. It was a full headpiece, thank you. It wasn't the, just the a mask. The whole thing was based on Grimm's Grim fairy, fairy tales, tales. Uh, with a kind of a modern twist, and we kind of gave it a German expressionist kind of feel as well. Um, I did the filming and the directing. Um, excuse me, it was Tiff my did the editing. Um, my I created for you. the Little Red Riding Hood part um, yeah. a full head set, a head, head piece, piece for for Steve to wear, but neglected to give him air holes. He had the whole bottom. That's where his neck and shoulders yes. were. <laughs> there was still airflow. No, oh. there wasn't. Yes, there was. Apparently not. <laughs> um, it is available on YouTube. Um, it did help get you your degree. I got uh, a first class I degree. I was never credited for this. Yes, there is no credit other than it's Ted. It's called a joint effort. No, joint effort involves joint well, why credit. Why do you put yourself down as producer, director, filmmaker, I and actor, I never wrote my actress? name. Now, listen, listen. Just imagine, right... If we redid that now, yeah, incorporating drone footage as well. <gasps> Ooh, that would be. Cool. We could do that. We could do that. And with your now, how you can do a face, I could actually look scarier. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Ooh, we so, need to make a homemade movie. Yes, we do. Yes. We keep talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, we need. But to really, get an idea COVID down. shut us down this year, didn't it? Oh yeah, but we really need to get ideas yeah. down, don't we? Okay, right then. Let's do. Let's go with the idea that we're actually working on right now, which is a oh, yeah. podcast. So, right, you've <laughs> unpacked. Go. Yes. Well, I've unpacked. That means I've got all my Nightmare for Christmas statues out now. Ooh. Yes. Yes. And then it took me about. Um, so I got the cab, it's Tuesday night. It took me about three to four days to unpack all my stuff. That's because you got a lot of stuff, Tiff. Yeah, but the thing is, I kept finding out that I'd look at something and be like, oh, I forgot about this. Then you'd sit and play with it. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Uh-huh. But then it like it reminds me reminded me of all the movies that I have and the ones that I still need to carry on watching. You mean carry on watching? Well, I well not carry on watching, but you know, like I forgot that I had Gotham for Christmas last year. Did I buy you that? Yeah, um, and Black Sails. Oh boy! So I need to watch them because I okay. digged out my DVD player now too. Uh, you dug out your oh. DVD player. Um. So the house is in a state of readiness. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, that's good. Looking good too, uh, I might. Add. Thank you, thank yes. you. Stephen. Oh, because oh. can I can I just oh. say that tomorrow I'll have had the keys for a year now. I remember going there the first day. Yes. And of course, uh, next week you will have been Boomer's mommy for a year. Yes, and Boomer gets a cake because it's a happy gotcha day. Sorry, is that a thing or is it something that you've made up? Just made up. People do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, it sounds I like something got you. Yeah, but people say gotcha. would say. A happy got you day. Oh, okay. But they say gotcha. Wouldn't it be a happy we have you, we have got you day? Anyway. Whatever. We Happy arrival day. Yeah, no, but people just say happy gotcha day. Okay, gotcha fine. I've, I've never heard of it before, but okay. Uh, Apparently because you a, live under a rock. I don't live under a you rock. You millennial. Uh, yeah, you're a millennial. <laughs> no, I'm a gen something. Oh. That's what I looked up online, because I was really confused. 1996 is kind of like a iffy year. They're yes, in between. iffy children were born They're in 1996. And in 1960. How you dare baby you, boomer. <laughs> I am a boomer and proud of it. Get off my lawn, uh. damn kids. <laughs> Steve. Oh, yes. Hi. Um, basically, the biggest thing that's happened with me is I've passed my theory test. Well done. My driving, what? driving theory. Thank you. Oh. First attempt. Yes. Uh, when I went in... To the driving centre, yes. It's very hard to actually gauge with people coming out whether they've passed or not. Because we saw two of them. We saw two of them. I remember, actually, going in there, yeah, and you were supposed to... I should have told you that, actually, but I'm glad you did. You were supposed to bring two parts of your driving licence. Do you have two parts? I I just brought my licence. There was something that this guy came with. He didn't come with. And then he wasn't allowed to sit the test. Oh, it's just your licence now and then you sign and you're in. He might have forgot his driving licence then. There were some things, though, that going in I found very weird. To start with, the guy behind the the person behind the desk, you know, you're asking your usual questions, you have your ID, and it's like, how many uh, lessons have you had? About seven. You done tests with this before? No. Oh. Any help in studying and getting ready for this? No. Do you have any learning difficulties or anything? Uh, would you like extra time? So just got dyslexia. We got the extra time? No. Well, can you put your things in the locker then? Oh, and your wristbands as well. Oh yeah, you have to. So, in okay. case you've got something written on them. Oh, it no. gets better. Oh, it gets better than this. It gets way better. Okay. And so I took the wristbands off, put them in, and 
then there was another person there who was in a like a glass cabinet thing. Yeah. For any WWE fans, if they remember Michael Cole when he was feuding with Jerry the King Lawler, he had a thing called the Cole Mine, which is basically a glass like a protective, protective box. box. Yeah. And it's commentary very out similar. And you know you had to wear your mask. Yeah. Is that like, right? Can you remove your mask if you've written anything on the inside? No. <laughs> Oh, the people. people oh, thin. wait for it. That's not the best one. Okay. Right. Can I see your glasses? Are they Google glasses? Google no. glasses? Yeah. Like augmented reality. And you've got the readouts, the yeah. heads up display on the lenses. Ah! Yeah, they're a real thing. Yeah. What? So they can't see. What you can you... see the internet on your glasses. I never knew that was a thing. Yeah, it was a yeah, thing. It was. I it, didn't know it, that they were still around because there were safety concerns of people wearing these Google glasses while driving. And I gave my answer. Are they Google glasses? No, they're spec savers. Did <laughs> 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 oh. that? I went through. Did you know what he meant? Were you just yeah. trying to be yeah. oh, okay? And when well, yeah, he knew what he meant, and yeah, he was trying to be awkward. <laughs> then it's right, you go through. So they, they said to start, they said as well, you know, here's some headphones for you to wear because someone is taking another test and they were using the keyboard. And they say, you know, like, it's, there's a lot of noise with the t- keys. I said, it, it, it's okay, you know, someone else will probably need those. I, I don't need them. No, no, you have to have them. It, it's fine. You know, at home when I've been studying, I've had. My rodents, rodents make noise. My bearded dragon. I've bow. I've had Alexa's on. I've, all of it. I'm fine. Keyboard doesn't bother me. No, no, no. You have to take. I'm fine. Then, if anyone's got claustrophobia, at all. Yeah. They are gonna freak out in those booths. I don't know because they they're transparent, aren't they? No, they're not. No, they're not. Oh. They are. They are literally two pillars, and your. They are You're in a tiny the... little booth because oh, you okay. can't look over them. They to are cheat. literally the size oh, right. of your desk, of your chair. Even though every test is different, they're not the same test. Okay. And I yeah, did the test, which I I found. I don't know if it's because I've taken so many during the week, but all the tests began to look the same to me. Okay. And I thought, okay, fine. So I did the test. I said, right, can you go and get your things? But it said on the screen, your marks will come up. It's like, oh. So I went to get my things, thinking, I, I, I have failed. Got my things, gave my the key to locker back, which had a plate on it, which was weird. A full-size plate. plate. What do you mean a plate? Literally a full-size plate. Like a keyring? Yeah. So you couldn't steal it? I don't know why they'd have a plate, but anyway. And took that... I got fed up of replacing the keys. And I, uh, you know, got my things. I thought, okay, so failed because they're not exactly saying, you know, well done. Mm. <laughs> what do you want? A ticker tape parade? <laughs> I wanted the sticker that said, "Good job." Streamers. I would have liked the sticker. And actually. I thought, okay, and it said, right, go to the desk and you get your results. I thought, oh, they must be really embarrassed what I scored then. And then, as as partly expecting it to be a fail, so. I wasn't going to bother looking at the paper, so I thought, all right, I might as well look, get it over with. And I passed. Yeah, it's not quite clear straight away, is it? When you look no. at the paper, you're like, well, where does said, it say, well done? They said, 
certificate. And it's a letter. It's a piece of paper. And it said, congratulations. And the first thing that came to mind was, nope. I, I just wouldn't take it. Yeah. And anyway, so in doing that now, <clears throat> I can hopefully soon book my practical. Because I've got two years, I think. Yeah. This runs out in November 2022. And your very next driving lesson is tomorrow. Tomorrow at two o'clock. Excellent. Over Ooh. to you. Me. Um, it's been a little bit different, actually, um, for me this time uh, than it was last time. Uh, Starburst is still in production. I've done a couple of reviews for those. Uh, one uh, for a book called The History of EC Comics, which were the comics that were banned in the 1950s as being basically too horrific for distribution anywhere. Hmm. It's where the whole Tales from the Crypt TV series oh, and stuff right. like that came from. And the book, which you've seen, is absolutely massive. God, yeah. And um, I did a, a review of that. And uh, after that, I did... Now, this has surprised me because we, we live in such politically correct times. And one of the one of the series of films that I thought might be racially sensitive would be the Fu Manchu films of the 60s with Christopher Lee. Now, I don't know, have you heard of those, Tiff? No. Right. Um, they are based on, like, a Chinese supervillain mm. uh, in a series of pulp novels from the, well, 1920s, I think, written by a gentleman called Sax Roma. And uh, Fu Manchu is always out to conquer the world. Okay. And I think he was one of the inspirations for Ming the Merciless, you know, the evil ruler of the planet Mongo in the Flash Gordon serials and newspaper strip. And, of course, Fu Manchu is chased all over the world and beaten in book after book after book by the intrepid Nayland Smith of Scotland Yard and his sidekick, the faithful Dr. Petrie. Now, because we live in these strange, sensitive times mm. where everything has to be, you know, woke, and obviously, uh, for, for perfectly obvious reasons... What's woke? Uh, basically politically correct. Oh. It's far more than that, but, you know, we've only got an hour. Um, you can't put blackface on somebody, for example, for perfectly understandable reasons. Yeah. But Christopher Lee plays Fu Manchu with appliances to change the shape of his eyes, and he affects a Chinese accent sometimes. Sometimes he forgets. Um, I, w I felt for sure that these would be banned, forgotten, sidelined, got rid of. Uh, unavailable anywhere. So a couple of years ago, I bought a box set from Germany of the films because I wanted them for my horror movie collection. But lo and behold, a, a one of the UK releasing companies has given them the full Blu-ray remastering and makeover. And it left me absolutely baffled because these are films that I was sure would be taken out of circulation yeah. because um 
in it, um, Chinese people are routinely referred to as the Yellow Peril. But bear in mind that they are set in the 1920s mm. and they were filmed in the early 1960s. I think that there are five films in total and they made one a year as well as the other films for Hammer and Amicus that Christopher Lee was working on at the time. Wow. But Fu Manchu, as he said at the end of every film, the world will hear from me again, and we will hear from him again during this broadcast, because he may or may not pop up in something that we'll be going on to later on. Other than that... Uh, I finished October, 31 films in 31 days. It went really well. Um, got a couple of thousand hits on the website. I don't plan on doing 31 films again, unless maybe I will do it in 10 years' time for the 20th anniversary of the website. <laughs> but it was one of those things that I wanted to do, was cover the old Universal Monster movies that uh, first got me into horror, um, it was something that I'd never written about before, but I've kind of gotten that out of my system, so, I yeah. could have sworn you've written about them before. Nope, never have. That's crazy. I've done articles on uh, the Frankenstein series and the vampire movies of Hammer, yeah. the Starburst, but I've never written about the Universal movies anywhere. Even though that's when it fir that first got you yeah. going about... Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. But I thought the 10th anniversary... Good, uh, good time to do it. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Gotham on DVD, and I was I was thinking, it came up in a broadcast that we did with, uh, I, well, I did with Alex Lefchuk earlier on today for Siren. So the Siren stuff has been going on as well. Um, that I I, I suddenly realised the last thing. I watched on TV, I mean, you know, properly scheduled TV, yeah. as in not streaming and not on DVD or Blu-ray, but actually broadcast TV, right? Yeah. Was the season opener of Doctor Who on New Year's Day. That'd be the same for me then. And I saw enough of that that it just put me off watching A, Doctor Who, and B, pretty much TV. It'd be the same for me then, because I, all, yeah, I don't the, really watch TV. all the things that I watch are either desk or streaming. Well, I don't have anything to watch TV with. You have three TVs? Yeah, but you're supposed to have an aerial and stuff like that, aren't you? I don't you have Sky Go. But yeah, be but does Sky Go allow you to watch you know, live TV? Yeah. Okay. yeah, but that's on the tablet. But I mean, generally sitting down on the couch and watching the TV. Why, did, why don't you install it, say, onto the Xbox and watch it on TV? Or why don't you, you cast it? Can you cast you, it? You can't cast Sky. Oh, okay. I've tried to before. You, you can, you Sky, can I don't like it. Why don't you watch it through the smart TV? Because you can't. No, you can't. Can you? No, Sharp. Uh, I've like seen if I can get like you know what apps on smart TVs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, Sharp are really. Sharp are really um, picky about what apps they have, so you can have, have like Netflix and. BBC iPlayer and stuff like that, but you can't download something like Disney Plus. Oh, speaking of Kindle, smart TVs, Firestick. Oh, I've got a Chromecast. That's one thing I had to do was um, 
upgrade my TV to that thing of beauty which is behind us, the 43 inch Sony Bravia. And you have, of course, inherited the other one. Yes. Have you switched it on yet? No. Oh, God. <laughs> it's <sighs> under the one that we actually I use. I know where it is, but after. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, what we can say is uh, I mean, I've been watching the news, obviously, catching up with what's happening with COVID and, and you know, world events. Um, but other than that, I've watched no scheduled TV at all this year. I can't see me watching scheduled TV because even with like the superhero shows of DC, the ones that I really enjoy, like yeah. Stargirl, they're all on streaming. Yes, exactly. But you pay for Sky and you don't watch anything on Sky. I do pay for Sky, yes. Um, we've had a substantial uh, discount from this year and a new yeah. Sky Q box, so I'm contractually obligated to them for a while. Ah. Your mother does love watching the um, seriously come dancing on oh, ice kind of thing. Come dancing. Strictly, sorry. What did I say? Seriously. Seriously come okay. dancing. Um, and I think that's an old people's program. Yeah, but she's younger than I am. And she likes things like The Voice and, of course, the I'm a Celebrity... Oh, that happens. That's tomorrow. Uh, apparently Because it's so. filmed in... Gurich Castle. Yeah, there we go. And for those of you who watch I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Gurich is how you say it. It sounds a little bit Klingon, but Gurich. <laughs> say it with me one more time. One, two, three. Gurich. There we go. Stephen didn't say no. it. No, Stephen wouldn't. Um, so, still no cinemas. We still are basically... We in Wales right now are out of lockdown because they had a two-week fire break. Everywhere else, they call it a circuit break. But we do things differently. Why we do call we call ours. it a fire break? I have absolutely no idea. Possibly because then the First Minister could look the camera in the eye and say, we're doing something different. Ah, okay. Um, but uh, England, of course, uh, at the moment, at the time that we are recording this, and at the moment it is eight minutes past eight on Saturday, November the 14th, still under lockdown and will be for another three weeks. Oof. We, in the meantime, cannot leave Wales, but... Then again, England is the only country that we border with. Yeah. And despite being allowed to travel around freely, we, well, literally have nowhere to go. No. You could go to Cardiff if you really wanted to. Yeah, but you'd be passing Merthyr. And as right now, Merthyr is, I believe, one of the biggest hotspots oh, for yeah. COVID in yeah, the UK. Yeah. So who'd want to? And to be honest with you, uh, I went to with Steve to Bangor yesterday, which is our nearest city, because you were doing yeah. the theory test. And in wandering around Bangor, it's always only a small city, but it's a university city. I, I wasn't that happy. No. I mean, we went around some some shops, and you know, you you could see that some people were beginning to do their Christmas shopping. But there weren't the crowds. I was wary of the few people that I saw. Everybody was wearing masks. And s somehow, 
Christmas shopping isn't the same, hasn't got the same cheery atmosphere if everybody's wearing masks, because you can't see them smile. Because yeah, the one true. thing I found yesterday, in certain places, they have... Oh, like on the door, they will say, six people in. Yeah. But there's no one there. There's nobody enforcing that. To enforce. And you've got, a, you've got about a dozen people in there. Because in some circumstances, they said four or six people. Yeah. But there's double it. Yeah. Easy. Hmm. Hmm. I'm starting to find it quite normal now, though, wearing a mask. It is yeah. quite normal, and I'm beginning to... I, I'm becoming more and more of a homebody... And I find myself, I'm okay going around town, but, you know, oddly enough, yesterday, it's only a trip to Bangor. It's only 30 miles there, 30 miles back. I was wiped out. Yeah. If I go, well, Did when I go to like Manchester again. it was again, a long time travelling to Bangor then? No, not, no, not really. Oh, okay. But I, I think I'm going to have to train for going to Manchester. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be like Rocky. Because before, I would drive... Say just to Asda to a food shop, and then I would, even when it was raining, I wouldn't take a coat. I'd just run in, but then I'd run to the door, and then realise everyone's wearing a mask, and then I would mutter to myself some swear words that I won't repeat. Then I have to run back to my car to grab my mask and then run again. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm, it, I'm finding it more normal just to pick up my mask. I find it normal just to wear a snood. A snood, yeah. I do like the snood. I found the mask that I've got that straps around the back and it's got their breathers. Yeah. yeah. That is the by far the best mask that I have because I find my glasses don't steam and I don't have to do anything to oh, my glasses. Oh, but if your glasses steam, someone told me, and it actually works, yeah, just put a little bit of fairy liquid yeah. behind your glasses. Not that, that not the front not side. Them. No, it dries up. Not smeared? So I've got like... I've got fairy liquid on my glasses right now. Okay. So what I did before going for my haircut this morning, yeah, you put a tiny, tiny little blob of um, fairy liquid on a piece of tissue, and then just where your eyes would be, so not the front bit where you, everyone sees, just behind the glasses, yeah. you put just rub it in, let it dry because it'll air dry, and then you put them on, and then it doesn't steam. Huh. Hey, good tip there, yeah. listeners. Good tip. You're welcome. See, I would have thought that if you put fairy liquid on your glasses, you'd be walking around, you know, basically like you had a cataract. No, but just remember a little, little, little bit. Okay. So have you got that, listener? The, the, it's a. It's not a little bit. It's not a little, little bit. It is a little, little, little <laughs> bit. Yeah, because if you've got too much, then you start seeing well, like bubbles. A, and... Like a dab on your finger? Yeah, just like a little... Yeah, but on a tissue, yeah, because remember, you're rubbing it onto your glasses. Okay. Another important tip, listener. Don't use your finger. No, because you're rubbing it on your glasses. You don't want finger marks. Well, with tissue, um, I, I heard that tissues might actually scratch your lenses. That's why you're supposed to use the special cloths that they give you. They've not scratched my glasses. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else on COVID? No. No. No? Okay. No. Now then, we've looked back at COVID. We've caught up to what we've been doing. We've caught up to basically the state of the world. I thought it might be good if we got a little bit of optimism going yeah. and looked forward. Okay. Okay. Tiffany's 
looking at me with trepidation because she doesn't know where this is going no. because I haven't told her. And, and I haven't told her. And you're hiding the notes. I'm hiding my notes now, yeah. Yeah, we are. Right. 2021, so far. The year that I get married. Oh, it's about you. Again. You said that about this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't happen. Instead, I got tattoo. Tell us about the tattoo. Me, Sean, on the day. Sean, that... the fiance. Yes. To be, put it correctly, Sean and I. Yes. Um, <clears throat> went to a tattoo parlor in Picheli, which is our hometown. And instead of spending the whole day upset and thinking about, oh, we would have been doing this at this time and blah, 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 we decided to get, well, not matching tattoos because they don't match, but it's a set tattoo. Do uh, you agree They set kind tattoo? of do match. They are kind of aligned right so oh, that yeah, when you stand side by side, you get the full picture. Yeah, but when people say matching tattoo, you think that oh, you've exactly got exactly the same image. The same, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, but they are a set tattoo. That's why I call them a set tattoo, because okay. they look well together. So, Sean has got on his... I've got mine on my left. On his right calf, Sean has got Wally holding from up... From the Pixar movie. From the Pixar movie. Um, Wally in the film is actually holding up a boot with a plant. And that's the whole part of the story of Wally the movie, isn't it? Because yeah. Eve is put down there to find life. And then Wally gives her the plant, which shows that there is life on planet Earth. So that the humans can resume back to planet Earth. But anyway, so instead of holding the boot with a plant, Wally's holding a diamond ring. And then I've got Eve. The other robot. The other robot on my left calf. Looking down a little bit. Looking down because a little bit. Because she's, she's happy bit, that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got matching tattoos. So rather than deal with the mental pain of not getting married when you were supposed to yes. because of COVID, yes. you substituted that for the physical pain of two matching tattoos. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and I felt so much better for it. Good. And it took ages to heal, but it's healed up now and it's all good. Right. And I'm very happy with it. Okay. Um, that makes how many Disney tattoos now? You've got Mickey I've and got Minnie Mickey, on your Minnie. ankles. I've got Ohana and I've got Ohana Eve. is the Hawaiian word for family. Family. Well, it means family, and family means no, nobody gets left, left behind. behind. A quote from Lilo and Stitch, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, yes, things that we're looking forward to. Okay. Uh, why 2021 will be better than 2020? Because I'm getting married. Hold on a second. That's only one of it. And it's at the other end of the year. Okay? Okay, then. Right. Number one. Trump is gone. Woo! The Trump and Fuhrer has lost the election. Um, by quite a wide margin, because barring recounts, they have now um, declared every state. Okay? So that fool is gone. And the first female vice president. The first female vice president, yes. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Now then, over in the UK, Dominic Cummings has gone. Finally. He was the real power behind the throne. And basically, he's a Machiavellian little schemer and basically behaves like... A Bond villain. And he broke lockdown rules. Yes, he did. He should have gone then, but okay. 
Third, a leading British scientist has assured us that the vaccine currently being developed, the front runner, has a 90% success rate of preventing you from developing COVID-19. That's brilliant news. And that drug stands a 70 to 80% chance of allowing us to return to a degree of normality around Easter of next year. Unless, and this is a direct quote, the government screw up the distribution. (laughs) So, you know, now that Cummings is gone, maybe that won't even happen. So we stand a very good chance of getting back to normality around Easter of 2021. That means that we could start thinking of going to cities to do some shopping, go back to Manchester, go back to the cinema, you can get married. Normality. Okay? Yeah. Now then, with all this in mind, I thought it might be a good opportunity to have a look at something that I know that we will all look forward to and I know that we would all go and check out. That is, I have in front of me the release slate for Marvel Phase 4. So, what I thought we would do is we have six films in Phase 4 with their release dates. We could discuss each one and basically compare notes, what we know about it, what we want to see in it, what we hope. Oh, before you go on to the films, because you just said films. Yes. One division is confirmed for January. The Wonder and Vision series. Oh, right, because every time you say that, I think you're saying one division. But it's called Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. That's what it's called. Yeah, but you say one division. One division. You've just said it again. Yeah, it sounds like one division. It's hard to say. Because it sounds like a boy band. Division. Wonder. Wonder Vision. Oh, okay. Wonder Vision. Because I I keep thinking you're, you're saying the name of a boy band or something. No. Right. Okay. So, first up is released on May 7th, 2021. Take it away, Black Widow. As far as I know, this is a... We're not resurrecting the Black Widow. She is still dead from Endgame. Sorry if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen Endgame, well, it's your own stupid fault. So, it takes place before Infinity War. And as far as we know... Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff goes back to Russia for something. We don't know what. We've seen trailers. Trailers seem a little bit disjointed and doesn't give us a clear idea of the plot. What do you think? What do you want to see? What should they be doing? What shouldn't they be doing? And what do we wish that they were doing? To be honest, as much as I like... Scarlett Johansson and how she's portrayed in Cap- the Captain America films and the Avenger films. Yeah. 
I'm go. I'm pretty much going into the movie blind because I know very little other than the films of the Black Widow. Do we know what in what time frame? Like we know it's before it's between it end. It starts apparently after Civil War. Yeah. Right. So it's between Civil War and Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. Right. So it's. I'm guessing then when she was. Kind of on the run. Yeah. And she went back to Russia uh, to deal with something that involves her family because we know that she meets up with her sister and her father. S.H.I.E.L.D. are no longer operational. Mm. So it's kind of a flashback movie. Which I'm glad because if you're resurrecting her in the very next film, then her death in Endgame would be meaningless and and would lose all of its resonance yeah Mm. now i i i've often hoped for well an origin movie to the black widow that that's just it that i I don't think this is it because it's the black widow as she was then uh you know um at the end of civil war i think the closest we will ever get to a black widow sort of origin movie was uh, a non-Marvel film called Red Sparrow, which came out, uh, was it last year? Two, and basically, it's, it's, it's the story of how they, they train Russian spies and assassins and, you know, they give them ballet training and all, oh, all this. Oh, yeah, because she did actually, did, she did say that she took training. Ballet lessons, and, but she, yeah, yeah. But she didn't actually go into much detail, but she, you know... She did give like a little, little snippet That's of right. how she and she also was said that the biggest well. regret of her life was in order that she wouldn't become distracted, they gave all of the the yes. agents a hysterectomy. There, the the other thing go. that I would have liked to have seen, but I don't think we're going to see it this time. Yeah, is they keep mentioning Black Widow and Hawkeye. Is it Bucharest? Yes. But I don't think we're going to see that. Or was it Budapest? It might be Budapest. But I don't think we're going to see that either this time. Yeah. No, because that happened before yeah. uh, Ultron, actually. Or or before Avengers Assemble. before Avengers yeah. Assemble. Yeah. So they went on a case and they were working together and something yeah. happened. I mean, in the comics, of course, she worked as a Russian agent before she 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 was a supervillain in the Iron Man strip before she ever joined up with Shield. Oh. Um so yeah, I've got high hopes for it. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I'm too. sure it'll be a good film. It's just I I know very little of her comic book origins. Okay, second one up. Uh that'll be followed July 9th by Someone making his film debut. No films or TV series okay. ever about this. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, there was a kung fu craze, a martial arts movie craze, in about 1973. Well, following... that's Marvel. It is. Huh. Um in about 1973, following the release of Enter the Dragon and the unfortunate early passing of Bruce Lee. And a lot of these films were released. Marvel were quite quick on the ball in 
developing uh, a martial arts master as as a comic strip, yeah. and he was named Shang Chi. Um, he was master of the martial arts. He had his own comic strip. He wore a red sort of, uh, you know, karate kind of costume, a a a gi. Okay. And um, the, the the he was one of two superheroes that were involved in martial arts in the seventies. Um, there was Shang Chi, and of course there was Iron Fist. Now Shang Chi was the son. Of Fu Manchu. Okay. And he was always... He he, he was kind of like a, a rebellious son in that he was always trying to undo his father's nefarious schemes yeah. to uh, take over the world. Um, I, I only read a few of these back in the 70s. I haven't read any since. I didn't know he was still a concern, actually. Um, but again, we're going back to Fu Manchu. Will Fu Manchu be a part of the Shang-Chi film? Because he was in, you know, in the early days when the strip was running, he, he was an integral part of it. Yeah. And can they do that on film now? But my question with Shang-Chi... Yes? Is he... Are they going to need to add... A character, a superhero, or supervillain that we already know. Yeah, I was going to say, how are they going to incorporate that to be space? Otherwise, I can't see how that would actually work. I don't know, but the full movie is called (laughs) Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So the Mandarin. Uh, This is what I was thinking. The Mandarin was an Asian villain for Iron Man in the 1960s. And the 70s, and the 80s, and the 90s. They mentioned him, of course, in Iron Man 3, where he was played by Ben Kingsley. But then they kind of reversed it and said that he was a decoy. Yeah. Only an on-camera presence for the real Mandarin. Now, the Mandarin had ten rings, one on each of his fingers... Which, according to his origin in the comic strip, he found in a a crashed alien spacecraft somewhere in in Asia, in the yeah. Far East. And each of these rings had a certain power, right. uh, would emit a certain ray or have a certain property. And he used these to over, overtake, over, overrun all the local warlords... And become a supervillain, kind of like guess who, Fu Manchu. So, <laughs> ah. um, I really have no idea where they're going to go with this, th- or how he's going to figure in. They did a Marvel one shot that was available on the Iron Man three Blu-ray, where the fake Mandarin. Now the one shots to explain were small five-minute featurettes uh, that were supplemental to the story, available only on Blu-ray. And I'm sure, I think his name was Trevor Slattery in it? Yes, Trevor. Is taken out in the one-shot. Yes, I remember. Saying, and basically, the final thing is the, the Mandarin sends his message or something. Yeah. So basically that says that 
everything in Iron Man 3, it was all fake. Yeah. All, all the front. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so any ideas on that one, Tiff? Being that it's a character that you've never heard of? Um, I don't know, I'm a bit, I don't know, is the word dubious about it? Like, I'm not I sure would... if it's going to be a a good one or will it I just I think flop? for me, and I agree with you, Tiff, it's one that I put in the same category as when you went to see Guys in the Galaxy or I've Black never Panther. read any of those. I'd read some Black Panther yeah. because he was introduced in the 60s. Uh, he made his debut in the Fantastic Four. And um, he, he was, of course, uh, war, you know, the, the, the ruler of Wakanda. But his appearance in the comics coincided with a black pressure group who were also calling themselves the Black Panthers. And due to the actions of this particular group, they had to withdraw the Black Panther character. And he only he wouldn't appear again for a few years, but he wasn't really given a push until, well, the, the 70s, I think. But I, I certainly remember the Black Panther appearing in comics in Fantastic Four. Then, all of a sudden, the Black Panthers were all over the news, and not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, they were basically like terrorists, I yeah. think. And, of course, then um, he just disappeared. Because I, I just remember, you know, sort of, I'd only just read that Fantastic Four, and all the news is, the Black Panther has done this. What, 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 what? <laughs> you know? Right, November the 5th. 2021 sees the return of the Eternals. Sorry, not the return. The release of the Eternals. Yes. Now, this one is my great big huge question mark because although I've read Shang-Chi, I know what it's about or what it used to be about. Who knows what they've done to it now. I have never heard of the Eternals, know nothing about them, and I will be going into this as basically ignorant as I was going into Guardians of the Galaxy. You guys might know about them. I've read the Eternals. Okay, go. The Eternals, it's kind of confusing to explain. It's a Jack Kirby creation. Right. And what happened was in DC, he created this thing called the New Gods. So you had your Dark Side, uh, Granny Goodness, Big Barda. Big Barda. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. Um, oh, there's another one. Oh, the bug. Yeah. I think. What's that, Omega? Now, these people, uh, the new gods, um, weren't they originally yeah. supposed to be Asgardian tales? Yes. But he left Marvel yeah. for DC, took his idea with him retold it into a whole new original mythology. Yeah. Nothing to do with Asgard, because the rights to all that belonged with Marvel. And they're, they're still going on today, of course. Then, I, I again, I could be wrong, because I've just read the one Neil Gaiman collection. Yeah. He, they then, in Jack Kirby, then in Marvel, I think he went back to Marvel. Yes, he did, towards the end of his career. created the Eternals. 
which are pretty much the new gods. Oh. Because one of the things he did at DC right. that I, I, I really didn't have much patience for was the Forever People. They were Jack Kirby, overly muscled space hippies. Okay, take those. Yeah. The Eternals are kind of like human gods in disguise. And the Eternals are here to kind of keep the Celestials, which we saw in Guys of the Galaxy, the head of nowhere. Oh, right, yeah. That is a Celestial. Okay. Basically to stop the Celestials from waking up. Right. So, from what we've seen of Marvel films to date... The Eternals is going to be something completely different. It's going to, I think, be more of a sci-fi film than a superhero film. Okay. I actually found the graphic novel I read very hard to follow. Yeah. Because it was... I think the story ended where the Celestial or something finally wakes up and just walks off. And it ends. What, to like, use the toilet or something? I, I, I don't, it just goes. Oh. And I've, I've looked to see if there's another volume, and no, it just ends. Okay. Uh, December 17th. One of the things that I've missed this year... Oh, no, I haven't missed because it hasn't happened yet. But one of the things that I'm beginning to feel this year... Yeah. ...is I was okay with a lack of summer blockbusters. But I'm beginning to feel a little bit kind of mentally itchy that there's no big Christmas blockbuster because this time last year we were so stoked for the rise of Skywalker and I miss the big Christmas blockbusters we had the Force Awakens you know we've we've had a whole lot of them haven't we yeah and it's the only thing that gets you through all those horrible winter mornings one of those things yes now then Next Christmas, this will be set to rights. We will be seeing on December the 17th, Spider-Man. That, I, if, from what I've read, yes, that Spider-Man film could be the be-all, end-all of Spider-Man films. It could well be. Now, what we know is it carries on from Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. So that's when his identity was exposed by J. Jonah Jameson, played once again by yeah. J.K. Simmons. So we pick up the threads, or the webs, see what I did there? Yeah. Hmm. And it's Spider-Man. We have heard, and it has been confirmed, that not only do we have Tom Holland in the role, returning... Yeah. We have Andrew Garfield in the role from The Amazing Spider-Man. And we have Tobey Maguire back in the role as Spider-Man. So they're bringing them all back. They are bringing them all back. I don't know if it's going to be some kind of uh, live-action Spider-Verse film... But there's a couple of other things that we do know. They've also, with that mentioned, yes, bringing in Miles Morales. Okay. 
Now, he is another version yes. of Spider-Man that we haven't seen in the Marvel Universe, or indeed no. any film other than Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Okay? We know that they're bringing Jamie Foxx back as Max Dillon, who is the alter ego of Electro, who he played in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Right? Now, I was kind of scratching my head and thinking, how on earth are we going to get all these Spider-Men into one film and have it make some kind of coherent narrative sense? Well, that has been explained by the fact that they have confirmed that Spider-Man has a new mentor. Now that Tony Stark Aww. has passed away, That's sad. he has a new mentor. Okay. Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah. Because in the comics, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange had a lot to do together. Yes, they've worked together nice. many times. Ooh, maybe they'll go after the wondrous wand of Watoom. Also, there's talk of giving... The one thing they have confirmed with Electro... Yeah. ...is his costume is changing. Yes, I, I, I didn't much care for his appearance in Spider-Man 2. Electro, I always thought, along with Mysterio was um, one of the best-dressed villains. I have one of the big questions going into that Spider-Man film. Okay. They've they said that Electro, uh, Jamie Foxx has came back as Electro. Yeah. Now, if you remember, the, there was a sting at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. Which signalled the beginning of the Sinister Six. Sinister Six are six of the supervillains all banded right. together. And the Spider-Man films since then have been introducing Sinister Six members. Yes, right. like the Vulture. Mysterio. Okay. Yeah. Right, so that is definitely one to look out for. Yeah. I think it's going to be a huge event. It may well be the tentpole of Phase 4. Yeah. Now, my birthday movie, just before I hit... 62 on February 11th 2022 will be Thor Love and Thunder yes Ooh. now rumours that Jane Foster will be assuming the guise of Thor yeah now this has happened in the comics when I first started reading Thor in the 60s he was a crippled doctor called Donald Blake yeah. who found an old stick in a cave somewhere in Norway and when he hit it on the ground twice Don Blake disappeared and he became Thor. Thor actually took his place. Right. Whereas, you know, Don Blake was about like five foot six and very frail and needed a walking stick. Thor was about six foot seven and built like a bulldozer. Yeah. Um... I didn't. I don't know what happened to the Don Blake character, but when I sort of started rereading Thor again, or reading Thor, some of them, um, he was just Thor all the time. But lately, I don't know if they've undone this now. You've, Thor was actually female. There is a graphic novel. I think you have it. The, is it in the vault behind me? Yeah. Red. Okay. It's. They release happens sometimes. A Thor <laughs> graphic novel. It were it came out around the time of the Civil War comic graphic okay. novel, and it explains what happened, why he's always Thor, 
Oh, right. Why at one point uh, Loki became female. Oh, okay. Okay. I think it's Rebirth of Thor or, or something like that. Oh, right. So we don't know what's going to happen there, but apparently Jane Foster, yeah. Thor's girlfriend, becomes Thor. Whether or not she stays as Thor, we don't know. Um, how this ties in with Thor having gone off with the Guardians of the Galaxy, we don't know because they don't appear in Phase 4, as far as I'm aware. So what's going to go on there? Roll on February 11th, 2022. We also know that Christian Bale is going to be in it. Ooh. And as? it's rumoured who he's going to be playing. Who? Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill... Imagine mm. Thor's costume yeah. worn by something with a horse's head. That's weird. He is. Yeah. <laughs> He's turned up in one of the Avengers animated series. Ah, okay. Um, right, okay. The final one of Phase 4 is released very soon after Thor Love and Thunder. Um, and it could explain what's happening in Spider-Man... Because it is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ah. With that. Yes. To understand any of that, they've already confirmed. Yes. You need to watch the Wanda and Vision series on Disney+. Plus, Which is starting... I think it's January 18th. January 18th. So, okay. uh, you've got from January the 18th to March 25th. To catch up with your Wonder Vision, not as Steve says, Wonder Vision. Uh, no, he said it properly that time. Yeah, I know. Okay. But it's still outnumbered by the number of times he hasn't said it properly. Yeah, but you know, he said yeah. it properly now. So. I, I will give you credit then, Steve. They, there's also remember there's the Falcon and Winter Soldier series coming out yes. next year. And yeah. Mandalorian is a new one on that. Film. Yeah. Yes, that's being shown now. I need to catch up with my Mandalorian. <gasps> How dare you, sir? Loki. I've watched me, it all. All my time all my time has been taken up with Gotham. Loki's coming out as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I put one thing out with Gotham and it is not a spoiler? Okay. I'm enjoying Gotham so much. It's actually weakened my excitement for the new Batman film. Because they do storylines that we have read over the years yeah. right. and loved, and they're doing them properly. They are adapting them. Yeah. Because, of course, Batman himself doesn't appear in them. Yeah. But we, we know what they're doing, and they are doing it so, so well. Which begs the question... They, they are bringing out a series called GCPD, yeah. Gotham City Police Department, and echoing um, Gotham's Commissioner Gordon, or Jim Gordon, actor um, Ben McKenzie, you know, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Why even bother? But we are coming to the end of this particular show. We have been talking now... For an hour and three minutes. And I think we're getting towards that time when we should really be saying goodbye. And we are scheduled to come back for another show in two weeks' time. You know, lockdowns permitting, obviously. So, until next week. Farewell from me, Steve and Pierce. 
See ya from Tech. And a stay different, stay weird from me, Robin Pierce. <laughs>